0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to 21-ish Minutes. I'm Mark Dawson.
1: Hello. I'm Julie Seedhouse.
2: I should say I'm Julie Seedhouse. <laughs> I'm, Casey I'm Casey Miller. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. I'm the yeah, only no. one who can get this right, and Mark. I'm Alexis Bidley.
0: Very yeah. good. Today, we're going to talk about property inspections, the importance, the do's and don'ts, the mistakes people make, and so on. Does anybody have a place they'd like to start?
3: Oof.
0: Home The home obvious question is, do I really need a home inspection, right? You hear that a lot. And in a crazy seller's market, when there are four or five, six buyers wanting to buy every property, people forego home inspections as an incentive to the seller. Sellers like that better. But there are some risks, aren't there? For yeah, sure. For
3: sure. Yes. I mean, whenever anybody asks, do I really need a home inspection, even on new construction? The answer is always yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. I remember in 2020 when that was going on, where people were waving their home inspections or their appraisals and whatnot. And it just made me... Nervous all yeah. the time. A home inspection is just so important. So you know what you're getting into.
0: Right. Sometimes it's information. Sometimes it's peace of mind. Sometimes you find things that will make you not want the property. Right. Mm-hmm. Most often is you find items that the seller will take care of that they would need to take care of for themselves or anybody. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. And, you know, I understand when people look at the results of a home inspection and think, oh my gosh, there's a lot here that is just silly. Right. But, If there's something significant, like you said, it's really important to have that knowledge ahead of time. And it's important for the sellers, too, because even if it's something significant significant enough for a buyer to back out, it's something you need to know as a homeowner and fix.
0: A great example of that would be if the furnace is leaking carbon monoxide, which Mm -hmm. does happen to older furnaces. It's called a cracked heat exchanger. I only know that because I read it <laughs> in a home inspection. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the reports for those who haven't seen them are: what a short one is twenty-five-ish pages long, and a longer one might be twice that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And a lot of photos and descriptions. And um, one thing about it is, home inspectors, like Julie said, some things seem pretty insignificant. They're looking at safety issues, code issues, um, things that just aren't done right. And it might be a home that's built in 1950. And the codes were fine at that point. So, for example, two-pronged electrical outlets were what was done at that time. Mm-hmm. They're not considered acceptable now. But doesn't, none of this means a seller has to take care of the issue, right? It's information for the buyer. And the way that contracts are typically written in, I think, all 50 states is the contract is contingent upon the buyer's approval of the home inspection. And so, basically, they get the report and they decide what they want to ask for whether that's yeah. remedy of issues or money or some combination or yep. or they want to run.
3: Yeah, Julie always says it best when her buyers ask, oh my gosh, what do we do? We do ask for everything, ask for some things, ask for nothing And then same thing on the seller' side too when you're responding to those buyers, you can do everything, you right. can do some yeah. things and you can do nothing. I mean right. it I always tell my buyers it's it's kind of like negotiating, The purchase price at the very beginning. You know, we negotiated the price, we got all the terms of our contract. Now we get to negotiate this part. Yes.
0: What's really interesting that's, I feel like a a little bit counterintuitive, but what I found is the nicer the property is, the more that the buyer will ask for any little thing. Mm -hmm. And it took me a long time to figure out. I think the logic behind that is, gosh, this property looks awesome. It looks like it's in great shape. It looks brand new. And then, oh my gosh, there's all these things. It's not what I thought I was buying, Mm -hmm. where a property is um, in distress already most of those things are not such a surprise. Right. <laughs>
2: right. Okay, so we have to pause. Okay. Right. Because I've never purchased a home. Mm-hmm. So
1: there's a cost, right? Correct. So how much does it cost mm-hmm. and who's responsible for that? Great question. Yes. <clears throat> so it's the responsibility of the buyer to get the inspection because it's it's their contingency, it's their information and they can cost anywhere from gosh, what would you say, guys, 500 to 800, yeah. depending on the size of the house? Yeah,
3: there's a lot of factors. You know, if it's a townhome, sometimes they don't need to look at the roof because it's in an HOA, Um, but yeah, five to 800. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And sometimes people want their Cousin Leroy to look at it, and that's <laughs> yeah. free because Cousin Leroy used to do some construction down right. in Nevada yeah. in the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and that's almost always a problem. <clears throat>
2: Can yes. Cousin Leroy complete a 25 page document right. No, no That's no right? you're gonna get
1: something handwritten on okay. a, a piece of legal pad paper from the Perfect. backseat right. of larry's car so it's
2: something i should account for when it, i'm before i'm buying the house. That's a house absolutely great question and, yeah.
0: and if you have a cousin they can look along with the home inspector mm-hmm. and find mm-hmm. out yeah. what the home inspector missed yep yeah.
2: is there um a way that i can just bring cousin what was his name oscar eddie
0: <laughs> Leroy. Leroy. <laughs> Leroy. <laughs> can i, I, I just him bring him to view my home
2: with me like
0: Basically, the before right, I write the offer, right, the buyer has the right to make whatever inspections you want, really,
2: and before you're under contract. Yeah, interesting.
0: And so there's a general, a basic general home inspector, and they're not electricians, nor roofers, nor engineers. So, you know, we hear home inspection, we think, okay, there's that's one person. Often there will be something that says uh, roof shows signs of damage, recommend a roofer looks at it, or electrical issues, recommend electricians. So. Uh, we want to make sure we give plenty of time for people to have the inspection in and then time for potentially additional inspectors to come back and then time for the work to get done and the work to be reinspected. right? Sure. Uh,
2: What is the general timeline of that? So I'm under contract. I find, how do I find an inspector? That's number one. And then how long is it going to take them to get in the house, inspect, get my report, all of that?
0: So you can find an inspector through Google. You can find a good inspector through recommendations yes. of people who have an yes. inspector. <laughs> just understand. like you find a good restaurant. you can go right. Right. Yeah. Or, or a realtor. realtor. I mean, if you Google Billings restaurants, Hardee's comes up right away, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to Hardee's. <laughs>
3: I mean, that just takes it back to exactly that's why you, you trust your agent, and you trust that your agent's going to give you really good options to of people to work with. As far as timeline goes, it all depends on... The market you're in, you know, I remember again, 2020, we were waiting three, four weeks to have a home inspection. But today, I mean, I think you can get someone in within two, three days.
1: And I often will, if I if I have a buyer who's super anxious about getting this house, especially if I know if there's multiple offers, I will try to pencil in an inspection before we even send the offer so that I can tell the seller's agent, this is how excited we are about this. We already have this set. So we'll be ready to go when you
0: sign our offer. That's awesome. And if you call an inspector and say, if you can do it by next Tuesday, I'll send it to you. If not, we'll catch on the next one. Exactly. They magically get an opening before yeah. next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. And I think it's really good to prepare both buyers and sellers for what will happen with that inspection and what what they're going to get. Because... I just said it. Um, <laughs> because uh, <laughs> oftentimes... Gonna... Yeah. I said, <laughs> we're gonna. laughing at. Gunna. <laughs> <"Gonna."> <laughs>
0: I'm a highly educated person with a, a speech problem. <laughs> I must be contagious. I'm from the country. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> so, you know they're, like you said, Mark, the inspectors are not roofers and they're not engineers, and they're not plumbing uh, experts. they're They have a general knowledge of how a house is supposed to work. So you have to prepare both buyers and sellers that there's going to be stuff on the inspection that is dumb that you can fix yourself that's not, it doesn't affect the value of the home or the safety of the home or the, the use of the home. So, you know, a lot of times, especially if they're first-time homebuyers, they get in there and they're so overwhelmed right. that they're like, this is a horrible house and it's just not. It's, right. yes, all all roofing nails get exposed to weather occasionally and it's not a big deal to put some caulk on them. Right. You know, that's there are things that just come up in every inspection that should not be a source of anxiety for either party
0: great point. So a good rule of thumb is, I, I tell buyer clients this, that if there's an item that comes up that the seller believes would, they would have to take care of for anybody, we've got a good chance of getting it done. And so if the foundation is such that the deck's about to fall off, we've got a great chance of getting it handled. Um, extreme example on the other side would be closet door is dragging on the carpet a little bit because they put a new carpet with a thicker pad, probably not. And the reports will look worse to a buyer than they will to a seller, won't they? And so a seller will tend to be like, "This is fine. I've lived with it forever. Mm-hmm. This deck was new in 1988. What are you talking about?" <laughs> totally, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and a buyer, it'll look ominous. Yeah. Yep. So that's where the negotiation comes in. Yeah.
2: I feel like it could be offensive to some sellers, maybe mm-hmm. like yeah. highly emotional. It's like v-
1: it's very personal.
2: Okay. So how do you manage? I mean, I want my offer accepted. How do you manage? I guess the seller not. I don't know. Coming back with a less than favorable right <laughs> outcome, it happens almost every time. Okay. almost every time. <laughs> it's right. a,
1: it, I In my opinion, it's the hardest part of the transaction because okay. buyers get sideways about things, and they're uh, and rightfully so. You know, it's a house that they're buying; they want stuff to be fixed. Sellers can take it very personally because it's their house, and they love it, and they've taken really good care of it, and right. that feels personal to them. It's just all about setting expectations and having. Honest conversations with both parties before you get to that point.
2: All right. Great Set them up for success.
0: And you know, it's amazing, time handles a lot too. I've sent people reports and, or, you know, to the seller and all the things that the buyer's asking for, and they're uh, really mad, like Julie said, taking it personally. These people can go to hell. They're jerks. We already gave them too much off our purchase price. Mm-hmm. Cancel the yeah. contract and <laughs> we'll do whatever you want. Why don't we all have a good sleep? Yes. And let's talk about it tomorrow. And, yes. And then also defining the issues, you know, the unknown is a little bit scary. That's why, you know, some of us are afraid of the dark. I'm not afraid to admit it. I don't know <laughs> what's out there. That's <laughs> hard and to so, say. like on a report that says, you know, seller to do this and this and that, people who don't know home maintenance very well, you look at it and go, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. When really, hey, we can arrange that through yeah. a handy handyman or whatever, and that's three hundred dollars. All right, you're going to net X amount on the home. You're going to have $500 less if we do each thing here and you're going to get your home sold on time. Yeah. What do you yeah. want to do? You know?
1: And I think for sellers, too, to say, gosh, mm-hmm. there's maybe $1,500, and that would be an expensive uh, inspection total yeah. for repairs. There's $1,500 here. Your other option is, to walk away and put the house back on the market and we don't know when it will sell, what's your mortgage payment, is it worth it to pay another month or two months of your mortgage or to pay $1,500 and be done.
0: Right, and by the way, we need to disclose those items to the next buyer who (laughs) may be even more (laughs) demanding.
1: Yes. Yeah, Yeah. totally.
2: Okay, so what does a time frame look like for completion? Do I still get to move in the home the seller is going to complete it, or do I move in the home and then the seller
1: completes it? Like, what does that look like? <clears throat> That's a, kind, a great question. It's a it's great question. A <laughs> I actually just—I just had a conversation not ten minutes ago with a buyer. Um, the the seller is, you know, moving out of state. It's very stressful for her. There's less than a thousand dollars worth of repairs that she's agreed to do, and she offered to pay get, either give the sellers or the buyers closing costs, or however they want to work it so that she doesn't have to do them, but she'll get the bids and give them the bids so that she we can take that off her plate okay. and let us close and then get the the repairs done because none of it affects the appraisal of the home. Right. So oh. it, it's not, you know, and it's less than $1,000. We can, I, I can help them get that stuff arranged and right. completed.
0: Every once in a while a seller commits to do work prior to closing, doesn't get it done, decides that the buyer should pay them the money anyway and trust them to do it later, and my comment to buyer clients is, well, they're already committed to do it by this time, and they have the incentive to get their money to get it done. Mm-hmm. Do you think once they have their money, they're going to be more motivated <laughs> or less? <laughs> so why don't we hold back funds, put mm-hmm. off the closing, get a check from them, do something, but let's not put you in a position where you don't know if the work will get done or covered. Right.
1: And putting off closing is really hard for buyers. Like oh, you know, they're anxiety. so excited, and when you go to that right. final walkthrough, in fact, this example I was just talking about, there's some damage to the drywall f- between the garage and the house, and it's a fire issue. And she had asked for it on her inspection, and it didn't get done by the seller, and it's still there. And she just was so anxious to close, she just said, "Forget it. I'm, I'll just wow. go ahead." So, so no. I know you
0: well enough. know you're getting it taken care of, yep. for her, aren't you? <laughs> it, it will be taken
1: care of. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: So, Casey, what are the most common? Items, issues that you see on home inspections.
3: Oh boy, silly or or legit? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah and all. I feel like
3: I see window screens constantly. Like right. inspectors are obsessed with calling out window screens not being on. <laughs> Easy it's,
0: for them to find.
3: Seriously. Um, I mean, foundation cracks that comes up a lot. It just right. depends on the area of town, of course. But you know, homes settle over their lifetime, so that's a really common one that we see. Um, boy, as far as electrical goes, I feel like it comes up a lot, but more often than not, it's it ends up being something that's so easy, like a cover plate on the light switch, right. but it's still on the inspection, right. so you got to get it fixed. Uh, what else? I mean, I think those are like the big ones, those and of common. course, there's like furnace and hot water heater things that can Negative come up. Negative yep. mm-hmm.
0: Very common. Yeah. It's fun with a hot water heater. Inspectors love to put, the hot water heater is nearing the end of its useful life. Yes. yes. So, of course, there's no seller in the world that thinks they should have to pay for a hot water heater that's still it's hot water. Mm-hmm. Totally. And every buyer I've ever met wants a new hot water heater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's... want to slap those inspectors while they put that on there. Yeah. You're ending your useful lifespan, too. <laughs> Maybe not.
3: I mean, that's just it. Like, if the hot water heater, let's say it's 10 years old, so technically it's nearing its life expectancy, are you really going to... Like, who's going to change out their hot water heater if it's still working? Right. Same thing with a furnace. Same Nobody. thing with an air conditioner. No one's going to fix those things if it's still working. But, I mean, there's another thing that you can do in your home inspections as a seller you can offer to do a home warranty where if it does go out in the first year or two then you have something to cover it but a
0: home warranty how would somebody get one of those
3: (laughs) well they'd ask their favorite agent (laughs) (laughs) but I mean there's so many different um warranty companies out there I mean the typical one is what a year long and it usually covers the main components of the house so appliances um in your kitchen Furnace, a water heater. Yeah, they're not super expensive. And then you can, you know, you can get the extended one that's $2,000 and it covers every square inch of your house. So, I mean, that's always a good option if you're in a situation with a buyer who really wants these things and a seller who really doesn't want to do those
2: things. Mm -hmm. I feel like those end up working out really well.
0: What about radon? That's what (laughs) I was just going to ask. I just had
2: a friend purchase a home and they walked away due to radon. Uh And I was like, what the heck is radon? Um, I know now, Mm -hmm. but. How much is that? Is it expensive? Am I walking away? What would you guys do?
3: Personal. So I think everybody, I think if you asked any agent in town, every single one of them has a different opinion on mm-hmm. radon at, at the right. end of the day.
1: What's the correct one? Well, I would, <laughs> well Ours I would, will be correct.
3: I don't <laughs> know that there's necessarily a correct or incorrect. It's just knowing the information. So technically speaking, in Billings, if you have radon and it comes in above 4.0 PCI, pico-carries, whatever the heck it is. that what it is? Pico-carries.
0: Pico-liters right? per million. Yeah. There you go. I
3: liked yeah. what
2: Casey said. Pico. Yeah. yeah. Anyways,
3: if
0: it comes in above pico that. De Gala. Pico,
3: pico <laughs> de Pico um, If it comes in above that, then technically your radon's high. So you would ask for it to be mitigated. And what that entails is having a radon person come in, put in a mitigation system, bring it down to the level it's supposed to be. It's like 12 $1,500 to have one of those systems put in. Super common. Uh, but there's lots of ways to deal with it. For me personally, it's not a walk away situation. Everybody's different.
0: Right. So, you know, we're, we're not experts in the science of whether radon is harmful or not. So I want I always want to stay away from that. I give, mm-hmm. you the yeah, information of course. It's <laughs> a natu- naturally occurring radioactive gas. Yep. It's thought in sufficient qualities, quantities, pardon me, to cause cancer. Yes. So I don't know if it does or not. What I do know is if, I buy a house that has radon, or my client does, and they go to sell it. That buyer will probably want it remedied. So yeah. to me, it's not so much a health risk that I'm focusing on; it's a financial risk that you're going to get stuck paying for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that th- makes so sense. Let's make yeah, make your seller pay for
1: yeah, it. Yeah, that is one of those things that you. I definitely tell sellers this mm. is something you need to do. Yeah, Do like okay. you just have to? Yes. And there, are, you hear other opinions of like. Uh, Radon might test high in a vacant house because it's been all closed up. But if it was, you know, yes. people were living there and air was getting moved around and doors were opening and closing that right. it might test lower. So there's an option to do a six month test yeah. and then you can hold back funds to do the mitigation if it still comes back high after the the buyers move in. Um,
0: That's exactly right. And also when the ground's frozen, yeah. um, it's a gas, so it travels the path of least resistance. So it's thought to be more likely to come up through a home.
2: Mm-hmm. Got it. Well, we are in Montana, too, so I guess I have a few more questions. Yeah. Uh-huh. Septic. Am I inspecting that? Very important. Wells. Yes. yes. Am I inspecting wells? You
0: need to know that the water is potable.
2: All mm-hmm. of oh, this costs so much money, right?
0: Good question. Uh, well test is, I think, $80 to $100. Okay, Septic, Doable. we had one done this summer for 150 Okay. Yeah. But a new septic grain field could be 20000 Yes. So right. it's relatively easy. That is a walkaway
2: issue. Yeah,
0: yes. could be.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So yeah. like the general home inspection, like we said, $500 to $800. And then there's all those little things that you can yeah. do on the side. You got to test your water. You get your radon test. You get the well test,
0: could be 1000 in pretty easily.
3: Yeah, I mean, but each one of those things cost money, but- it's worth – it's that investment you're putting into your new house, mm-hmm. right? And, and you, your peace of mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your peace of mind is worth $1,000.
0: Yes. <laughs> Maybe more. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a lot more. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> One of the common ones in Billings the last few years, there was a subdivision that had – there was a 100-year storm, mm-hmm. and there were quite a few vacant lots, and many homes got – had the basements flooded that caused settling. And we have hydrocollapsible soils here, which means basically, if water gets in the soils under the foundation, of the footings, we're gonna have settling problems. And so that's a big one in Billings. I don't, mm-hmm. I can't speak to other markets, but um, that that can be really expensive. It can be a sixty, eighty thousand dollar issue. So that's that's an important one to look at.
2: So you should
1: hire a realtor who knows exactly. your community. I feel like that would be hard. I would have no <laughs> idea what that area is. Yeah. And it's also it provides a really good talking point with buyers to tell them the reason that this happened in this neighborhood was the water that got into the beside the foundations and that's what causes the movement. So as a as a homeowner, you had need to be responsible for moving water away from your foundation right. and not letting it collect against yeah. your house, because that's what makes it happen.
0: Homeownership is a little bit like a marriage. There's a lot of maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> and it can be kind of a pain in the ass. <laughs>
2: But totally worth
3: it. Yes. yes exactly.
0: That's why you stole my life.
2: I can also say, like, it sounds like it could be kind of scary like marriage, but <laughs> I feel like overall, I feel like if you have a good agent, your worries are kind of out the the window there. You guys eased mine. It's for really
1: the most a part. common theme.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> I okay. do think good agents are a lot better than bad agents. Sure. In <laughs> general. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. Can you guys think of the strangest either request or something that you've seen on a home inspection that you were like, that was odd? Ooh, good question. Because I have one that came to mind, and my and our deal ended up falling through from it, but I think it was legit. I mean, I, mean, I know it was legit. Um, we had the home inspector go out, and he was unable to access the attic. Could not get in. There was stuff in the way. It was like, I don't want to say painted shut, but there, he could not get in. And so one of the things that we asked for was access to the attic. And the seller absolutely refused to let us get in the attic. Absolutely. Red no. flag. And I'm like, what's up Yes, there?
1: Bodies. <laughs> Bodies. <laughs> so, Sounds like a date line. So, <laughs> yeah.
3: so we ended up, ba- I mean, my buyer was like, I'm not buying this house unless I see in the attic. And I'm like, I'm with you on this. Right To this day. Unsure what's in that
1: attic. Oh my goodness, that's (laughs) awesome. But seriously, that's weird, right? It's very Very weird. weird. So I had two on one house that were funny. Haha. One of them, they so the the inspector called out termite damage in the basement, and I called a a pest control guy. Really nice guy, super long talker. Love him. Um, I was at the house with him for about an hour and a half, and. It wasn't termite damage. It was just like scarring on the two by four from when the house was built in the 70s. There was no termite damage. But while he was there, he discovered bats in the chimney. And he was like, did they ask anything about the chimney? And I said, they didn't ask anything about the chimney. And he said, "Okay, well, then I guess we don't have a problem. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Wow. (laughs) Were you on the selling or buying? Selling. Oh. So we did have a bat discussion. That was that was a first and a last for me. <laughs> that is funny.
0: The strangest one I've had is knots, you know, knotty like pine.
1: Mm-hmm. People
0: decided they didn't didn't want the knots there, and the inspector missed it. <laughs> like, okay, it's not actually a problem. That's the type of wood. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it looked when we wrote the offer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
3: I, I did one time almost have something fall through because of cover plates on light switches. Oh. And, and they're 99 cents. My husband and I went over and put uh, cover yeah. plates on every single missing <laughs> missing one. Because, I mean, they are super cheap. But some people really get hung up on things. And at the end of the day, what's important to you is important to me.
0: Yeah. That's, That's a great right. way to look at it. Absolutely. Very good. Yeah. Anything
1: one
2: else? more question. Um, you just said what's important to you is important to me. I think that I need all black outlet covers. Do I get to dictate to the seller what exactly I want if they're going to be in there?
0: That's a great question. Things. If yeah, you're going to fix it anyway, right. it's, it's as what is agreed upon. So what would be common to be a new roof, um, seller replace new roof, you know, and buyer to have choice of shingles. And if the seller, sure. if it doesn't change the cost, why would they care? Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it should be agreed upon because if not, so we're writing they do into the contract. Like it, Yeah. yeah. Okay. And
3: again, that's why you have a really good agent that knows to make those inspection
1: requests so Specify. specific. Yes, so if I mean, you're if you're asking for cover plates to be replaced in the inspection notice, it should say seller to replace these m- specific missing cover plates. Yeah. Living room to north match wall. The rest of the cover plates in the house or to be black or whatever sure. whatever you want, but you want to be very specific. You could say go ahead and throw on some cover plates and maybe they've got some white ones and all the rest of the ones in the house are
2: yellow. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, or whatever. Then they did what you asked. They put new ones on there.
2: So let's be specific. Yes. Okay. Wonderful.
0: Yeah. This is good. Good stuff. This is good. Good stuff. Does anybody Mm -hmm. have anything for a send-off?
2: Don't be upset about... What did you say your person was upset about? <laughs> oh, definitely.
0: Not even <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> right. Something that guess, the sellers he's, did he's not he's do. A, he's a really good guy, too.
3: <laughs> All right. Always <laughs> get a home inspection. Always
1: yes. this is how